Sometimes you just want to let loose and have fun. Now you can with Sonia Sangria. Sonia Sangria is a premium semi-sparkling sangria available in both white and red. Sonia Sangria is 12% alcohol by volume, certified vegan and 100% fun. You can visit soniasangria.com and use code STRIP to get 10% off of your order. They are also offering free shipping with orders of two bottles or more. You must be 21 or older to consume Sonia Sangria. Please drink responsibly. Again, visit soniasangria.com and use code STRIPPED. Get ready for a night of laughter, excitement, and star-studded entertainment. When a housewife and news anchor collide, the Rick and Kelly Show live in Detroit on October 13th for their first ever live show. Join us as we bring you an unforgettable evening starring the dynamic duo, Real Housewives of Orange County, Kelly Dodd, and the dashing news anchor, Rick Leventhal. Witness their chemistry on stage as they share hilarious antidotes, behind-the-scenes stories, and captivating moments from their extraordinary lives. Don't miss out on this exclusive event. Grab your tickets now at rickandkellydetroit.com and experience the laughter up close. Hurry, limited VIP packages are available for an evening more sensational than ever before. Mark your calendars for October 13th and be a part of the first ever live Rick and Kelly show in Detroit. See you there. I told my husband, I was like, what if when you sat down, we had the circle alert noise playing? (laughs) Oh my God. You know that they don't play that on the show. It's just quiet. I know that. Yeah. And y'all just... Oh, oh my God. God. (laughs) Whatever was that sound. It'd be like, oh, babes, you weren't exactly surprised enough. We're going to have another go at it. (laughs) Yeah. Like we're just, we're just going to run with it. Like we can't, we can't do that with you anymore. Um, Strippers, if you haven't realized, we are talking to our favorite homosexual, Courtney Revolution. I am so happy that you're here. I am so excited to talk to you. I've had plenty of conversations with you through the television, so I'm very happy to to be doing it in person. Like I'm like geeking out. (laughs) From friend in your head to friend on your show. Look at that. Full full circle moment. <laughs> I never get tired of those. Ever, 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 ever. I was going to ask, like, are you like child star with it? Like, I'm not that person, or do you welcome it every time? Um, here's the thing. If you are a person that considers me a reality TV show villain, I'm sick mm-hmm. of it. Um, if you are like, oh my God, you were so smart and you were playing for your dad, love you. Come in for a hug. Um, because it's 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 two different energies um, when I'm out in public. So like sometimes I'll be in be in a place and you'll just know if people mm. are like, hmm, there he goes. Versus like I come into a place and everyone's like, oh my god, like girl, come over here. La, 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 la. Wait a minute. It, so it gives villain why because you were the um, what is it that you you had the um secret. The the Joker. Oh, yeah, I'm, the Joker. I, I'm weirdly wearing this shirt today. I didn't wear this shirt on purpose. Um, no, I love it. I, I love but it. But this this is my joke. I made it for me. This is how I found um, empowerment after being called uh, misogynist and anti-black. Uh, <laughs> but but really, L, you don't have Twitter, do you? I mean, I do, but I don't circle. I don't do the circle on the Twitters. L, it was like Lord of the Flies. They have my no way. Yeah, I was like public enemy number one for like it. I mean, a, a pretty a pretty long time. I first of all, I, you don't look like you're mad about it, so I'm gonna be mad no, for you. No, and no. I'm I'm gonna be mad for you because I watched it pandemic when it came out, right? Mm-hmm. And then when we got you the first time, I was like, any excuse to rewatch the circle, I'll take it. So <laughs> so then I called it like research and I put it on. <laughs> Don't bother me on Zoom research. Thank you. I'm a real journalist. <laughs> me. <laughs> and it just, it it didn't give villain. But what I've noticed, because I'm also a Big Brother fan, mm-hmm. is people, people make it personal. The viewers make it personal in their head. So they think, I wouldn't have done that to that person. Well, yeah, if you was playing a game and you was trying to win, then you would. like. <laughs> and if you didn't, you would lose. I, I look Hello? at it as like the, the 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 things that people were saying 
well, you should have worked with this person. You should have done this. You should have done that. Um, it, I, I find comfort in knowing, well, y'all don't get it. it it's yeah. not as easy as circle message cat. Like it's, it's not that simple. You have to understand mm. where you are, who you may be. And you have to think, you almost have to like out produce the -hmm. situation so a lot of things that happened on the show were now that I look back and you know I I uh obviously love Real Housewives so I think about Giselle being called the ghost producer yeah I ghost produced not even realizing a couple situations on the show for sure and you were like if I do this they'll do that and then we could do okay yeah no this is the plan I'm gonna go with exactly and you could tell that by talking out loud through all of your plans and your thoughts that they, oh, well, we could do that for you right now. <laughs> I, I was like, I want to talk to Savannah today. Oh, babe, she's a little busy. Oh, I want to talk to Trevor today. Oh, she's a little busy. Well, maybe I should talk to Trevor because Kat was trying to get Chloe out so she think Chloe is lying. Oh, babe, mm-hmm. we could do that. Oh, oh Trevor's done freed up. <laughs> Schedule just bust wide open. <laughs> wide open. Let's get him on the line, babes. <laughs> I'm screaming. Well, first, hold on, because we start every episode with a cheers. Just my version of giving my guests flowers because, child, everybody got a podcast. And you could have been on anybody's podcast. You could have been chatting with anybody. And you said yes to me. So I don't take that for granted. So cheers. Cheers. To an amazing conversation. No, thank you for being here, honestly. I still suffer from, like, imposter syndrome because I came to TikTok to, like, run away from people that I knew. I was like, I, I don't want to be on the internet with people that I knew. And then mm. we're, we're here now, right? So it's like, thankfully, so I'm still like processing. People will say, yeah, they'll be like, yeah, anything for you. I'm like, for me? <laughs> Why wouldn't we? You're lovely. I think we like when words like lovely get tossed around. Hold on. Yeah. It's, a hair, it's a hair flip. It's a hair flip. <laughs> Give yourself some tens. <laughs> Across the board. Amen. Amen. Across the board. Um, Okay. So one thing that I found interesting when I was doing my journalism research, um, I was on your lives because I'd be in the TikTok live stream and you were talking about your journey specifically to the circle and Mm -hmm. how you were doing content and all of that for your YouTube channel before then. I want to go back a step further and just how did you get into the content world? How was there ever even a YouTube to branch off of? L. Now we got to get into something. Don't laugh. <laughs> okay. I got the laugh out. Okay. <clears throat> Free. Now. Okay. So we know I love reality TV so much I went on it, right? Mm-hmm. It started when, not it started, but my content creation journey started when there was a season two of a reality television program called Paris Hilton's My New BFF. Um, I was around like 15 or 16 years old at the time, (laughs) clearly (laughs) underage. Um, And there was a contest, like if you send in a video, you know, the most voted, the most voted video, the person gets put on the show in the house or whatever. And so I made this rinky dink little video in my parents guest room in our home in the Poconos. Um, And I was like, hey, very awkward. Hey, I deserve to be Paris Hilton's best friend because she's been through some stuff with some jealous people like Nicole Richie and I want someone that's loyal and blah, 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 blah. And I didn't know like what to do with it. And it was like, oh, link us through like your YouTube channel. So I made a YouTube channel that day and I uploaded that video. Um, and from then on, I got a camera and was bringing it everywhere. Um, so much to the point that I got suspended from school. Um, because I was always I was always filming things. Someone had bullied me. They didn't see me. the vision. They didn't. See they didn't the see the vision. Someone had bullied me, and I came home like Harriet the Spy, and I said, "Well, let's talk about you today," um, and put it in a MySpace bulletin. And uh, yeah, I, baby, I live. <laughs> oh yeah, don't play with me. Since day one, don't play with me. Yeah, that's that's kind of like how it all started when I realized that people really cared about what I had to say. A MySpace bulletin. <laughs> yeah, I put it in a MySpace bulletin. You want? It was like you want today's gossip. Here it is. And when you clicked it, it was a video of me sitting in my house. Like, not it was given Bridgerton. <laughs> I'd be like, and today in Spanish class, I heard that David said this about me. So this is how I feel about you. And he took us to the principal's office and I was cyberbullying. Who knew? He bothered me first. 
He called me. That if I point. was your mom, I'd have been like, babe, just take the time off and relax. And like, that's just... exactly what she did. She came in like, oh, he called my child what? And y'all mad about a video on the internet? Oh, okay, mm. court, pack yourself up. Let's go. Let's and go to the like, spa, babe. <laughs> yeah. She took me to KFC, matter of fact. And I got me a KFC mash bowl with the barbecue sauce on the side. Thank you. Because don't bully me. Like Don't bully me. I always am going to fight back. I'm always going to stand up for myself, you know? And it, it began I, then. I can't do... Well, okay. I can do it. It depends for me on the level of, like, anger. Like, if you come to me with something logical and I, like, we just have a disagreement, okay, cool. I can do the healthy discourse of it all. Mm-hmm. It's like when you bring me bullshit, it instantly turns into white chicks. Like, oh, so you want to talk about mothers? Like, no, I'm going to hell. <laughs> I'm going straight exactly. to hell. Like, what? Bigger person? Because why? 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 No one should have to tolerate disrespect in any scenario. And I just, just feel like when you ring a doorbell, you don't get mad if it goes ding dong. So if you walk up to me with bullshit, that's you ringing my doorbell. So when I go ding dong, Mm-mm. Hello. Period. <laughs> like it's very why? simple. Treat people with kindness and respect. Come on now. It's not that hard. But, and it's free. You ain't gotta have no money for it. And we know you're broke. So be nice. It's not even that. It's so free to shut the fuck up. Like, and if you don't have nothing nice to say, an option is saying nothing. And I just feel like if more people utilize that option, we could be in a better place. I three million percent agree. Ooh. Okay, so like speaking of being kind and stuff though, you you be on you be on the internet, you be doing your affirmations. My yeah. personal favorite one is life is tough, but I'm tougher. You know what I'm saying? That that one ate me up that day. <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I, I said somebody get Oprah on the line because it's, it's giving super soul. Like <laughs> I love giving the positive affirmations in the morning. Um it, it's something that is just as much for the audience as it is for me, because as I talk through the affirmation, as you've seen, I'm able to like pull a story out of the sky and be like, oh, well, this is how it applies to me. Maybe mm-hmm. it, it, it can apply to you, because I think that for a lot of my younger audience, they put me on this weird celebrity platform. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm definitely not that. We're here um, to strip it down. <laughs> We're here to strip it down. Um, but if you are watching because you truly, honestly believe that, then you might as well get something of value out of it. You get what I'm saying? And and don't go to school and upset nobody and don't go to work and upset your manager. You go in there and you do what you got to do. And that's kind of like how my parents always were, you know? So is that you just get that because it's how you were brought up? Or was there a situation that kind of like jolted you into, no, this is my baseline from now on? This I would say my parents have always kind of like, instilled the the thought of starting your day off calm um Mm. because anything can happen throughout the day but as long as you have the strategy in place from the top of the morning that this is how this is going to go and anything that tries to derail me girl we just gonna hop on over that um that's just that's just how i was raised um because at the end of the day l um (laughs) them grades have to come home looking correct um, so no matter what challenge was in my way in the school day or anything, I'm so sorry. I cannot pay attention to that because these grades need to be above a 95. So that Hello? I cannot entertain. Can't, <laughs> the can't do it. My mother, I didn't go to my senior prom because I had a 69.5 in algebra three, which mm. would have in the computer when, um, the grades were printed, it would have rounded up to a 70. Sorry, our computer system did any 0.5 immediately rounded up. <clears throat> 70 is passing. It's like very much passing. And she was like, yeah, barely. Like you, you won nothing. Like what? <laughs> she was like, like you're the last person over the finish line. And now you get to go to prom. I think the fuck not. And I was like, my parents would have been the same way. My parents I was like, ma'am. It was like, the, but <laughs> the school's goal is completion. I feel like we're missing the point here. <laughs> like, you didn't fail. Yeah, she was like, I don't, I like, I don't give a hot damn about that. Actually, she was like, what? Go, go, spend my money. Like, you don't have a job. You're not contributing to this financially. Like, spend money on this so that you can go out and party because you 
just made it like that's mm. not it's not connecting for me my mom so. would have been like you think you're gonna go to prom and shake your ass that's what she would have said she would have <laughs> like you think you're gonna go to prom and shake your ass not when you got a uh, 83 boy you know you could read why does english grade is 83 like it, my english grade better be 95.5 oh no the english grade my mother was an english teacher okay it oh. had english grade had to come in correct like that one was one that we were not even like going to argue about. And she had a little wiggle room for math because she's not a math girl. But then she was then she was like, You trying it? And I was like, Okay. But do you know what cosine, tan, and all that other shit stand? Like, do you know? <laughs> Pythagorean theorem ain't used it today. No. Nope. Like, what? I don't understand what that shit is. Like, <sighs> and I feel like my counselor knew, like, ma'am, I'm sitting here talking to you about culinary school. Why did you put me in algebra three? Uh, you went to culinary school? No, I wanted to go. Again, my mother oh. is my mother graduated from Syracuse. She is a English teacher, master's in English education. She was like, no, you'll go to a real school. Thank you. <laughs> nope. No, that's exactly what she said. She was like, I worked this hard to send you to vocational school. And I was like, but it's in my dream. She cared nothing about the art. She cared nothing about the potential of earning. She didn't care nothing about the other good chefs who she's food she's consumed. She she was like, what? I, I busted ass for you to go to like real college. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, do you still cook at least today? Oh, baby, I does it in the kitchen. Okay, okay. Gets okay. you can have it crazy. All. You can have it all. You can have it all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't got no degree or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I know I know my way around. <laughs> at least you know how to cook. I can't do that. Which was my problem on that goddamn show. <laughs> but you could do makeup. Because, first of all, <clears throat> and I know you're not going to have an answer to this, so that's okay. But I just feel like, why would you come on pretending to be a grow and not cover the grow basics? Because Jack, at the time, I think was like 21. <clears throat> Jack was not thinking about nobody's Maybelline. Honestly, that was probably the furthest thought from Jack's mind, if I could not speak for him, but speak for him. I think when if I could put myself at 21 and they call me talking about not only yeah. you on this show, you got to go to England for it. He was like, oh, yeah. And he packed <laughs> three of them graphic t-shirts, that gold hoodie, and like, you know, he wasn't thinking no, about that's, that. No, that's real. I'm I'm sitting here thinking like I would be prepared for the game. I would have no this Hello. baby was 21. He was like, Hello. no, I gotta, I gotta go. I went I into the game seeing fresh off of watching uh UK season two, where they was like off with their heads. People was wondering why I was playing so hard. I was like, because I know where the show came from. <laughs> I was I know quarantined in England came. watching this. I was studying, watching. You know how many episodes of the UK circle? like 19 episodes of that. Mm -hmm, They're out mm -hmm. there for like a month. I'm like, no, I'm going in there. I know that if I'm going in there studying, they probably studied it too. Ain't nobody watched that show but me. <laughs> Some of them was like, it's a, it's a show from the UK? <laughs> I This not the first time. I didn't know. I thought we was just season two. Like, huh? I'm like, yeah. But you got to get understand. on your Zoom. They didn't get on I was Zoom. on my Zoom in England. When I tell you, when they lock, so they fly us out there and they lock us up in a room or whatever, whatever, before we do the show. When mm -hmm. I tell you I was on that couch, laid up, watching Married to Medicine for the first time. And in between Married to Medicine, should. I would go from Married to Medicine and I would go back to the circle, watch two, three episodes. And I would go back to Married to Medicine to get my laughs in. Um, and then I go back to watching the circle. I went into that show because at the time I didn't know I was on it. So like they fly you oh. out there and they don't tell you that you're on it basically and you're it's like you you got to pass a couple tests. So uh. your, your your final exam is the hi I'm Courtney I'm 28 years old and I'm a da 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 da. -da. If you <laughs> you got you this far that. because you've given them a particular recipe right, and where people mess up is if you have given them this archetype. From mm -hmm. the time you done sent in that video and they done spent this coin to get you out to England and you was a punk rocker and you get in that room and now you got a 40 inch bust down and you talking about, hey, and it's completely different. Wrap it up. LOL. Um, <laughs> and thank you for your time. LOL and thank you for your time. LOL and thank you for your time. If you're lucky, they'll just move you to another season. But if not, you will be going home.
they'll be like can you stick with the bus down because if yes then maybe we can find room for you over there because but if you you'll, be, up again, you'll be you'll be sitting in an attic basically a little tiny apartment while the first game done went on uh two weeks girl you're gonna miss halloween girl um you're gonna be and they're gonna walk you like a dog girl because chaperones gotta walk you girl you gotta get some movement girl and then the chaperones walk you yeah you can't just sit up in the in the in the quarantine house not the show house but the quarantine house before the show you can't just sit there all day um, once you get with the chaperone, they are you are instructed um, to get out and get some air babes and explore the city, but you can't go in anywhere because it's COVID. Um, so th- that's why I, I call it a walking because they're like, look, there's the mall. Look, there's the gay club. Look, there's the here's our shops and da 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 da. But babes, we can't go inside. They all got trackers on their phones, um, so we don't bump into each other. Like not they shut us down from talking about the circle trap. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to let loose and have fun. Now you can with Sonia Sangria. Sonia Sangria is a premium semi-sparkling sangria available in both white and red. Sonia Sangria is 12% alcohol by volume, certified vegan and 100% fun. You can visit soniasangria.com and use code STRIT to get 10% off of your order. They are also offering free shipping with orders of two bottles or more. You must be 21 or older to consume Sonia Sangria. Please drink responsibly. Again, visit soniasangria.com and use code STRIPPED. Get ready for a night of laughter, excitement, and star-studded entertainment. When a housewife and news anchor collide, the Rick and Kelly Show live in Detroit on October 13th for their first ever live show. Join us as we bring you an unforgettable evening starring the dynamic duo, Real Housewives of Orange County, Kelly Dodd, and the dashing news anchor, Rick Leventhal. Witness their chemistry on stage as they share hilarious antidotes, behind-the-scenes stories, and captivating moments from their extraordinary lives. Don't miss out on this exclusive event. Grab your tickets now at rickandkellydetroit.com and experience the laughter up close. Hurry, limited VIP packages are available for an evening more sensational than ever before. Mark your calendars for October 13th and be a part of the first ever live Rick and Kelly show in Detroit. See you there. She's back. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, for sure things happen. The universe was like, and you're done talking about the circle. They said, Courtney, you are spilling too much tea. Shut now, your mouth. Now you tell these people that we be walking them. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They really do, though. Okay, so since the universe told us we had to pivot from the circle. Okay. Um, if you weren't doing this, if you weren't our homosexual Courtney revolution, and maybe you are doing more, so if you are, please let us know. But if you weren't in this realm of pop culture and reality TV, what would you be doing? Like, would it be, would it give teacher? <laughs> oh my God. You know what's so interesting? Uh, I, for a period of time, I was calling myself the reality TV guidance counselor um, because I, <laughs> a lot of the talent, both current and that had come after me uh they were always coming to me for like advice whether it would be you know with management or like you know this situation is happening with the talent how do i should i say something should i just leave it and so like i was like wow i guess i would have been a really good guidance counselor (laughs) like in a previous life because i just like to you know like motivate and tell everyone girl you could do it girl you could do that i don't understand why you can't just like you like you know what i mean that's my Um, favorite you just can't. You all you got to do is go. Da, 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 da. <laughs> go go do it. Why, why, I don't understand why you can't do it. I was like, we were uh, telling Jack at one point. Uh, Jack, you need to come out with the the what was it? The Collection Co. clothing line because mm-hmm. at the time that would have blown up, and we didn't get the clothing line. We we got mm-hmm. Mitch's uh, Furkit instead, and it sold. It sold. Oh my god, it sold them little sweatsuits. Um, so I, I like to motivate people to take a chance on them because that's basically the philosophy that I live by. If you don't take mm. a chance on you, who will? Who will? That I mean, that's literally what stripped is. I'm not because I'm not putting up the visual. So mm. I, I always say that in my delusion, I'm already writing my like behind the scenes story. So <laughs> I've already got the piece like it was revolutionary because that's what nobody nobody was doing that at that time. Everybody was putting their podcast on YouTube and like she came back and gave us old school radio. So that's, yes. that's how that story is going to go. And Listen, 
you don't put this uh you don't put no visual out until they come with that bag now one you spot, one, spot, one spotify call and say oh my god okay well l we okay we hear you want to be stripped but can we at least get you on a stool with a white background and just keep it simple and we're gonna pay you 30 then okay let's hit it you, you get the vision <laughs> yeah that's exactly what I was saying. Like a little bit of breadcrumb. Cause if I give you everything, then, oh, that's there. Like, no, here, here, give you something, feel like you could see it grow. And I really want this to be like, I know you saw, I asked uh, my audience if they had any questions for you, because the thing that I realize is with all these podcasts out there, people sometimes don't feel like the conversation is had back to them. And so I wanted to make this space like a space for the chit chatter is a, a space where people could feel like I could ask this question and then it actually be asked, you know? So make, mm -hmm. making art that people want. So I like, I like that, like encouraging people to be themselves. It would definitely give, I would have to be like somebody's motivator. Yeah. With very but... few rules. Cause I don't follow them. <laughs> my audience is like a split between like women that are my age and young girls that are like, 15 to like 21 so like mm. if i can't motivate the, the young women what, what what am i here for at the least, women 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 i'm like i'm everyone's gay best friend now girl get your ass up uh and let's get the bag like, Let, let's get the bag not me my husband's gonna kill me because i'm trying to get to this fan question i start playing you in the background um this question is from ashley mm -hmm. she says do you feel like african-american presence on reality tv is becoming absolute absolutely obsolete uh no i think that diversity is probably on the up climb when it comes to african-american black people um being on reality tv at least as it i don't want to just exclusively talk about the circle but a good example i think is the circle we are the as james would say we are the blackest reality tv show um if you mm -hmm. really sit and think about it um you know me oliver Chaz, james you know delisa cat like there's so many you can name like right off the top um, versus with other shows like a big brother not so much survivor but with like a big brother you really mm -hmm. gotta who is search for it yeah <laughs> like you know like you know um so i don't think that it's becoming obsolete but i do think that black people are put on certain reality shows where they're appropriate for example i recently started watching and now I'm all caught up and, you know, I've met Sheena and, and the whole thing, the Vanderpump rules, right? Mm -hmm. Who that's black is hanging out with them like that? That I know as a fan, as a casual fan, I don't force, I don't really see a black person hanging out with them outside of there was a young lady, maybe the first or two seasons and she was mm -hmm. kind of like here. The, and then, the one they bullied? She was, she was gone. It, yeah. it was Faith and another young lady. Sheena's like really good, good Judy in the beginning. I think she was like a singer. And then they they both kind of like vanished. That to me, don't force a black person into Vanderpump rules if it doesn't fit and it's not natural and it's not organic. You get what I'm saying? Now, do we need yeah. some more black people on Love Island? I don't watch Love Island, but hell yes. Because all I see is the same kind of, you know, white standard going across the board and maybe one or two sprinkles here or there. Um, But I don't think it's becoming obsolete. I just think that, people there's sort of like uh the boundaries on diversity are widening so mm -hmm. i think that in addition to black people we are seeing like more asians more uh indian people i'm seeing for sure so i don't think it's becoming obsolete i just think more flavors are being brought into the mix i agree with that and i agree i hate the forced representation like don't just throw a black girl in the group because like we have to a diversity hire like leave her leave her alone um yeah. this question is from world peace 2535 and um <laughs> this question is was everything faked or staged or was it just some of it or possibly none of it uh as it relates to the circle mm -hmm. i i can only speak for myself i that was not scripted. Uh, <laughs> what, what I can say is, did they have me repeat things for clarity or because maybe I was a little bit annoyed because I was hangry at the time? Um, sure. But in terms of me, everything that you saw 
were things that I would have done in that situation. I'm going to lie on you. I'm going to call you a catfish because that's the mm -hmm. name of the game. The, 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 what people seem to miss about the circle is it's about finding a little thing about someone and maximizing it so that they go home. It's very simple. Um, a lot of people think it's like the friendship show. It's not that at all. No. Um, let it go. <laughs> um, and 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 it's it's not fake. It's not scripted. It's just you're trying to pick out the catfish, like so you gotta you do. Yeah, it's you like it's do. A, you're trying to be popular and pick out the catfish. It, it's, it's it's just that, and it's a situation and a experience that you can't really articulate until you have been in it. That's what probably I have learned because you know you think you know everything about reality TV, me, um, and then you get Same. there and it's like. <laughs> oh, I know oh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. I said, "Oh, girl, what time is it?" Circle of clock, babes. Ain't no clocks in here. Uh, circle of clock sent me, Chad. Not wine o'clock, but circle. That was that was the first lesson I learned. I walked in there and I jumped on the bed and I said, "Girl, Michelle, I'm gonna see you at the finals." I did the whole thing and I, you know, when you calm down and you start looking around, I was like, I like yawned and I was like, "I'm kind of tired. What time is it?" And it was like, "Circle of clock, babes." Time is only an idea in the circle. I was like, oh, so we're going to be staying up all night. <laughs> okay, that's up for I have a circle strategy in my brain that I know would win. Mm. Um, but I also know that <laughs> if y'all put me in that bedroom by myself for two weeks, I, I'm going to employ. Everybody is a catfish. Everybody's lying. So, <laughs> so my strategy includes coming in as a catfish with somebody else. It's me and another person, and we have a whole strategy built out that would like eat. Really? Yes. Well, what? I hope that you put that in a video and you submitted it before the, before the deadline uh, uh, last week. <laughs> did you audition? I, did they call you? I didn't. I did not audition. No, what the hell? I I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. We're trying to take strip to the next. We're trying to put strip on Christina Aguilera level. That's what I'm trying to say. Now we so got to get your my, ass out to England. My thought process was if we do strip, get that solidified, and then next audition, come around like, bow, hit him there. Mm. Right now, they're going to be like, babe, you said stripped. <laughs> Don't think we've heard of it, yeah? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, they're, they're going to say. Like, Nene at Sheree House. No, they're. <laughs> they're <laughs> They're going to say, oh, she's fun, articulate, and she's a podcast host. So she has lots of thoughts to say out loud that she can articulate very well. You cannot go on the circle or to me, any really reality show if you can't express yourself in a pretty clear and concise way. You know, oh, you got it in you. You don't need strip to have uh, 50 million uh, listeners. That come on, somebody let the church say yes. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so we gotta, you know, we gotta talk. We gotta talk the pop culture of it all. Of Sag is on strike, Trev. Mm -hmm. Now, did you? I don't know. I know you said you was out dipping it and doing it today. Did you see that Sag came out in support of the reality star union? Oh, did they? No, I didn't. Trev, that happened today, but that's not even part of what I wanted to ask you about. Barbie, in spite of the strike, <laughs> is breaking records. Like mm -hmm. they hit one billion with a B um, in spite of the strike. My question to you as somebody who loves pop culture and then also commentates on it, do you think that this particular SAG strike will be as impactful as previous SAG strikes have been? Or do you think this is kind of a notation of the industry changing? Um, I definitely think that this is going to be probably the most impactful that we've seen yet. Um, and I think that social media has a lot to do with it. I think that, of course, we had our newspapers, we had our magazines, our people. Um, but I just think that the message gets a lot, it gets across quicker and faster on a Twitter thread than mm -hmm. having to look it up yourself versus it coming across your your timeline, Billy uh, Billy Porter talking about he can't afford his home no more. Like just little. Baby, didn't that send me? And he's everywhere, everywhere. Blows my mind. Um, and I think that social media is really helping to pull the curtain back because so many people that are not in entertainment think that you know entertainers are. Oh, we just rolling in it, girl. And mm -hmm. it's, it's just not the case. And so I think that because so many 
actors and people that work in entertainment. I want to be clear about that. Even the people that are not yes. exactly in front of the camera. Um, I think that because so many people are impacted and they're being so loud about it, it will bring about necessary change, honestly. That's my belief and hope. No, that's my belief and hope too. And I think it's um very interesting. Uh, the girl, Kyle, on TikTok, you want more? I'll give you more. She was doing a, um, a piece on how media, the mainstream media as we know, it goes hand in hand normally with what the corporations want to do. And that mm -hmm. if you actually sit down and listen to it, not for what you want to hear, but for what they're saying to you, you can see the direction that they're pushing you in. At, obviously something I already knew, but it was very loud to me. E.T. last night did a piece on Billy Porter, right? Talking about him not being able to afford his house or whatever the case may be. And they did the whole the whole little rundown of it. And at the end, they say that Billy Porter and his uh, husband at the time brought a house, I want to say in New York, Connecticut, mm -hmm. something like that, um, for $1.7 And they ended with like, however, Billy Porter could stand to make a million in cash if he just sold it. And I was like, that's, that's actually horrible rhetoric because... Yes. Okay, great. He makes a million dollars, but everybody's money disappears at the same rate with their level of bills. Okay. Yeah. If you make $500, you probably got a thousand dollars worth of bills somewhere. <laughs> if you make $500,000, you know what I'm saying? Oh, L, you are so right. <laughs> in general, live past their means. And even if they didn't live past their means, even if Billy Porter was the most frugal person, big names come with big bills. So his power bill don't look like your little $250 power bill. It looks like $600. So when that's your power bill, how far does a million dollars really stretch you? And also, L, I think because this Billy Porter came to mind because I was very irritated this morning. First of all, shout out to Pop Crave on the Twitter. Those are my girls. Mm, yes, I love Pop Crave. I love Pop Crave. They had tweeted the Billy Porter thing um, about him living check to check. And all of the comments to me were so insensitive. Um, and I think that what people fail to realize is that it's not as easy as just booking the role. You book the no. role and then you make it paid. But then so does that agent. And so does that manager. And so does that lawyer. And if everybody's taking 20%, 20%, 20%, and then your mortgage is due. And then, like you said, the light bill, stylist, you always on a, somebody carpet. Christian Seriano has to get paid. My favorite designer going to get paid, period. Has to. Period. Uh, so, like, what, what are y'all trying to say? Or Everybody has bills. <laughs> Or the net of it all, right? You book a gig, sometimes things have 30-day net, 60-day net, 90-day net. Oh, my God, L. Please don't make me flip this table <laughs> and waiting on somebody's... I'm waiting on a net. Listen, I did something in March I'm still waiting on. And I ain't going to call them out, but y'all need to run me my coin. Hello? <laughs> no, because they be, they be tripping on that net. They um, it was It was a content creator talking about how they don't do contracts with nets anymore. No, we could do it. We can negotiate. I don't work on a net. Really? But the, yeah, but what they do is half up front. So like just using $100 as a, the whatever $100, you're going to pay me $50 when I sign this contract. Then I will give you your videos. We can go back and forth however many times are in the contract. Once that, once you say, yes, this is final, you give me my $50, we go home. Mm. I'm not waiting 90 days. I kind of like that. <laughs> I said iconic. Because like, if I got half, I'm believe me, I'm going to get to work that same day to make sure that I can get that other half as soon as possible. Won't you have it so far before the deadline? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The deadline is in three weeks. No, but it, you could proof it today. That's fine. L, I have been in a place where someone asked me to turn that video around in, like you said, two, three weeks. I had it to them that afternoon. Edits needed to be made, and they had it in 30 minutes after that. Give me my you money and what, run though? it fast. One time, one time my husband had to check me though, because I got, I did a contract, they wanted the stuff and it was like a two week turnaround. Mm -hmm. I had also never watched the show that they were asking me to create content on. So I had to watch the show, create the content all within 14 days. And I was like, this two ain't, they want to win. They blah, 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 blah. My husband said, if y'all put that fucking TV on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
what are what are you actually complaining about? Like, let, let's just stop for a minute because there's somebody that wants to pay you a really cute coin, okay? Yeah. And all they want you to do is watch this show <laughs> and make I, four videos. <laughs> I have to check myself too sometimes, Elle. I'd be like, well, like, I could go back to blending acai bowls for seven hours a day. Hello. No, thanks. <laughs> I was like, they don't know how much work it takes to make one video. Yeah, because I'm busy and I got so much time. And then I was like, I'm a wife at homeschool. Don't nobody care about that. And my husband was like, no, actually, they don't care about that. Do you want this money, though? Like, he was like, fuck it. You need dinner. I'll order something. Why, put the show on. Like, put the, what? She said, it's time to clock in. Because <laughs> the bills must be paid. He was like, I'm going I'm to say it back to you. Somebody wants to pay you money to watch a show. And you got 14 days. And now you're complaining. You see how that don't make sense? Get to work. Because <laughs> if that was someone else coming to you and saying that, you'll be like, if you don't go and get the bag. Go and get the money. Go and get the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I'm done. But, okay, so with the Barbie and the all of it all, right, we've got mm. um, allegedly a content creator union coming. Um Bethany's doing whatever Bethany is doing with the reality stars. Do you think, because you would fall into both of those, you would be in both of those unions. Do you think they're necessary? Yeah. The reason why is because I don't even know what I can and can't really post right now at this point. So like, if it's not directly related to like a musician or like a celebrity is doing this, Mm -hmm. I'm trying not too much to talk about it because to me, things are a little bit unclear. They don't want us to go to premieres. So I ain't been, I've been in the house, <laughs> um, but my content and my coin there, yeah. there has to be some sort of, there has to be some sort of middle ground. So yeah, I think that both unions need to be created. And I mean, this is not me being greedy, but I mean, the circle was my season of the circle because all of them are not. No shade. My season of the circle was the number one show. Talk your shit. On Netflix. So I would have liked to have seen those residuals from all of the people watching that season too. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It would have been nice. Um, or it would come in handy to know that, you know, now that casting is over and there will be a new season when that season comes out it would be nice to get a little, even if it's just a little $75. Let me feel mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. Oh, I did that once upon a time. <laughs> Give me my little my little pennies. Y you know what I mean? It would no, be that, nice. That would be nice. And I think, I think you guys deserve that to the reality part of it all. I know me, I, I live in a rewatch. <laughs> like one Same. thing, I'm, one thing I'm going to do is finish something and start it back over. The first time I saw Save the Last Dance, I watched it with my god sister. Literally, it went off. I said, that movie was so amazing. I took the VHS out and I popped it back in. And my god sister said, oh, we're watching it again? I said, yes, we have to see what we missed. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Save the Last Dance? I quote movies. I quote show like I I live in a rewatch, so I definitely yeah pay those people what they're worth. They're continuing to entertain me. On the content side of it, mm. I think it's necessary because there is no union right now, so there is no standard. So for me, what I've noticed happen in the content creation space, even when it comes to making a video, right? Because we're not even just talking about physical product anymore. We're talking about, oh, could you say this in a video? Could you do this in a video? And we'll give you the shirt, right? Mm -hmm. Well, everybody wants to be a content creator. So there's 300 people out there right now that'll do it for your one shirt. And then there's us 30 real content creators that are like, now you're going to have to pay me my fee. And they're like, yeah, so what's not going to happen is I'm not going to do it because I'm going to get it to them 300 people. <sighs> Even if they only get 10 views per, you feel what I'm saying? It's free advertising and I would never have to pay you and your friends. So content creation work has gone down. And also, you know, what's uh, interesting, and I hope that for listeners listening, a lot of the micro creators that are taking those deals don't realize that when they sign something or they check a box on a website, they're not only just giving the content, but they sign in the rights away for what is it in perpetuity? Yeah, I learned that. That purpose. <laughs> you gonna be on somebody's bus in China, not getting no coin, 
um, and they gave you $75. I've gotten offers for like $75. Girl, go ahead and promote this beard, whatever, or these gym shorts, or these shoes. $75, great deal. And perpetuity, and we're going to own the rights. And Yeah, that's where they okay. mess me up every time. I got an offer one time, no money, lifetime perpetuity, <laughs> to use my image in my voice and the likeness thereof. I said... <laughs> we read contracts here. Like no, uh, uh-uh, not that. No, mm-mm. not mm-mm. not the face carbon. <laughs> not not the voice. <laughs> Said, no, I, I owns all of this. <laughs> we we gonna have to keep that. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree, there has to be a standard. <clears throat> there definitely has to be a standard. Um, I want to know what is one. What is one of the hard lessons that you had to learn or one of the lessons excuse me that you had to learn the hard way as it pertains to reality tv content creation being in this game i know for me one of my biggest ones was i learned that you not gonna terminate this contract (laughs) whenever you want to there was gonna be somebody gonna be working out them them last two weeks or something you it's not just oh we done and now the check stop that was one that i definitely had to learn the hard way to say no i'm going to negotiate how this ends if you wanted to end that's great um we're going to put a notice on that so was there anything mm-hmm. that you've learned in this like oh never gonna do that shit again um i think for me and this is i don't think i've ever said this on a podcast before I think exclusive. for me, this is this is like super exclusive, and this is for people that do reality TV. Can I can I give it to them mm, for my please. reality TV girlies that want to be on reality TV? Strip maybe it it, maybe it's two things. One is know what you are getting yourself into. Um, this part I have said before, but this is very important. A lot of people ask me what is the worst part about being on reality TV. And L, it's very easy to, to tell you. Um, and it's you lose the ability to give a first impression to a lot of people. Um, and you never really realize the weight of a first impression until you've been on reality TV. You just like people, you can look at a person after you've been on TV and know immediately whether they recognize you and they will still come up to you and lie to your face and act like they don't know you. Um, so just get, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh, people wait love to try to take you down a peg and act like they don't know you. Girl, I see it in your eyes. I didn't see a million of you, Sarah. I know you know me, but it's okay. Um, because you hated me over a TV show. So now Not I saw your eyes twinkle and then you walked up to me and said, I'm sorry, who are you? I'm so, don't I know? Were you on, big brother? I, I feel like I know you, girl. Okay. Um, That the first impression thing is really, really, really important. And the other one is, and this doesn't exactly pertain to me because I have been able to have a different outcome, but Mm -hmm. I watch other people struggle. And L, it's a tough one. Mm -hmm. Learn to accept. When it's over. Take your ass back to work. (laughs) Everybody is not Harry Jowsey. Everybody is not Francesca (laughs) Farrago. Hell, y'all definitely ain't Savannah. Savannah who could go and take a picture of her hand and get 36,000 likes. It's not forever, especially if you do not work. That's me. That's the do not work part. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. after the circle, you could go right back on my Instagram and see. After the show came out, I was everywhere. Dinners with Savannah, over here in this dinner, this restaurant, this restaurant, over here, over here, over here, over here. All throughout that time, the content wasn't contenting because I was mm. too busy saying yes to everything. There has to be a balance. I was too busy mm. saying yes to everything. Every invite, every movie premiere, every da la 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 And I would go and have a good time, have my cocktails, meet this girl, that girl, that girl. No content taken. And then it wasn't until I had a very tricky situation with a manager that I realized, oh, if I don't work for this shit, Mm. From the circle, don't make no damn money. And I think that a lot of people think once you do a show, it's gonna come. 
it's all it's gonna come it's definitely gonna come you're gonna get your free stuff you're gonna get your PR yeah. boxes you're gonna go to every dinner you're gonna go to cats with harry jowsy you're gonna pay for the damn dinner you're gonna have a good old time but what what uh what nini said uh i don't keep up with the joneses i am the, <laughs> am joneses. the joneses you have to walk and believe and work in that mentality or you will be right back at your job six mm. months, six months later I have been able to avoid that because I'm just determined. A lot of people still don't figure out how I make money or how I'm able to stay in my little raggedy apartment here in LA, but it's because I work. Mm. <laughs> Hello? I'm, making, I'm making my content. I am pitching myself. I am doing my little brand deals. I put myself out there and a lot of people, they don't look for a manager. I don't even have a manager anymore. They don't look for a manager. They don't Same uh, pitch themselves out to brand to brands. They don't do any of that. And all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, Courtney, I don't have any brand deals. Well, did you email? Are you on a spot? How do you think you're going to get them? <laughs> like... How? Um, and so for me, it's about telling, giving the advice of learning when to accept when it's over. Because they tell us that as mm. we sign the contract. Literally filmed i understand that you know when if i go on this show i will not have a career in social media they make you say it out loud mm. because so many mm. people think that you're gonna come off the circle this is and be thing. sammy everybody's no. not sammy everybody's not joey everybody's not shuby i got a little lucky and as the seasons go on you will see there will be the girlies and then there will just be the game players. Mm -hmm. For example, there's a season five of The Circle. We have easy, Chaz, Raven, Sam. Easily the most popular. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with not being the most popular. You just have to be self-aware enough to know where you fit in. And if you don't fit in this but picture, you got to draw five, another one. That season five did me because I thought when I saw Krissa on mm -hmm. there, mm -hmm. I said, I went, I went to Savannah State with Krissa. I said... <laughs> Y'all better sit down because my sister's coming and she's here. Like, what is, what is your next? How else can we help you? Because she's going to win. Um, mm -hmm. And it just, she went out, uh, not so fast, but she didn't do what I thought she was going to do. Mm. Um, and it goes back to like what you're saying about just not having that second chance at a first impression. You know what I mean? Because that girl is one of the most charismatic, sure sweetest, is. most like... You got to wake up real, real early to piss Chris off. And then for her to even let you know that you pissed her off. Like, yeah. <laughs> you got to work for it. You know what I mean? So it was one of those things where it was like, no, like, no, y'all are, y'all are, no, don't vote for her. Vote her higher. What happened? <laughs> what are y'all doing? But <laughs> I, I get that. I understand that. Um, It's unfortunate. I just have known at this point now, this, the show has been out, what, two years? I've just known too many people now that they do their show and they come off and they're like okay girl where's the podcast podcast <laughs> yeah. deal because anyone can make a podcast right yeah they're looking for the but deal they're looking for that dear media they're looking for that you know forever dog like me and savannah had and it, and it doesn't come that easily if you don't work for it so just understand if you want to be on reality tv it's a job bro it's not just no, you go on really tv and ah, your talent is a job girl and if you want to continue in this space and you're not Harry Jowsey, <laughs> you got to work. But do you feel like your outside moments, even though it didn't create content, do you feel like that networking that you did in that time period was beneficial or even helpful to where you are right now? Or were you just in your it girl moment? Which is like, cool. <laughs> I think maybe, maybe. I think that some of the connections were beneficial in the way of wow i'm really glad that that part that i'm getting to know this person or i'm glad that our paths cross but mm -hmm. it's very interesting l who stops calling when you're not at every premiere anymore or you say you're not having happy hour please come anymore it's very interesting to see um who is still kind not even kind or not even in a checkup on you how about this, L? Let's take it down to the basic level. How about it's very interesting to see who even says hello at the mm. next event once they feel you have fallen out of orbit. 
And it's interesting that the audience will never take their foot off my neck about going so hard <laughs> for Savannah, right? They, I wonder if Courtney watches the show back and um, feels some type of way that he, you know, trusted in Savannah, whatever, whatever. Savannah about the realest woman I'd have met out of the show, <laughs> which is hilarious because people swear that she was so this, this. Savannah done been here in my house, messed up. Savannah, I could call Savannah right now, and I have, and been like, Savannah, girl. I don't know what I'm gonna do for this brand deal. I don't know what to do, girl. Please help me. And Savannah, go come to my house right now. And she, she have her laptop out. Okay, what do you need to do? Okay, that's what we're gonna do. How long does it need to be? Okay, good. Downstairs to the bathroom. I got all my lights. She has a whole, like. She is so incredibly helpful, that. and it's rare to find that in this reality um, community. YouTubers are worse, um, but reality TV people really do live on their own planet. <laughs> myself included it. but you gotta you gotta have a, a level of uh realism and just self-awareness and i find a lot of reality talent they lack that they do i i have no argument there i am going to let you go because i know you got a bunch of stuff to do but i can't let you go without playing bear it all okay. so please take your shirt off no i'm just <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on <laughs> take my shirt off what the hell <laughs> she, she really I meant strapped <laughs> I, I think that is my favorite part so far. I've been like filming these episodes, getting ready to release them and all of that. And so every time I say it, I say like, okay, take your shirt off. And everybody's reaction has been different because I say it the same way. I'm like, okay, yeah, so take off your shirt. And then some people are like. See, that's a compilation clip. That's content. You, you see, I love that you see the vision. I love that you see the vision. You, you There's money to be made, Elle. So here we go, y'all. Hear the the shaking of the ups of the stuff. Oh, I've been waiting to ask this question. Three things you still need to work on in your journey to self betterment. Three things I need to work on on my journey to self betterment. Um, I think I need to trust people that have already proven they're loyal to me more easier you preaching on today um i think that i need to act on my ideas instead of hoarding them all away because i feel like i'm just like a gold mine and i just have all the gold um but within and nobody sees it so like Worthless. I feel like you're reading my answers. Like, I don't want to call you a cheater. Like, I don't want to say you looked at my page, but like. <laughs> um, and, and the third one. Um, hmm. Third one. What could I work on? I think. Probably my communication as it relates to people that are not directly within like a 10 mile radius um, could use a lot of work. Like if you don't, I have really bad ADHD, by the way. Um, so if you're not in front of me, it's almost like you don't exist. Um, so like, I will think two days has gone by and a week has gone by since I've like texted my mom. And like, I feel awful, but it's not intentional. I'm just literally mm -hmm. here like, Okay, positive affirmations. Okay, YouTube video. Yeah. Okay, I got, I got, I got an ad. I got a film. And then, oh crap, it's six o'clock. I got to do the live. And 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 that's kind of like how my day is five days out of the week. And so like sometimes I just forget. Um, and a lot of my friends, thankfully, um, have expressed like, hey, I don't hear from you so often. Are you good up there? Girl, I'm good. Girl, I'm girl. I am on season thirty-one. Girl, let me catch you up on my life and the characters. Like, like yes. it's it, it's very that I love y'all. I just need to get a little bit better. That's all. Does it? I mine is I love you guys. I just need to make a little bit of money to hire some help, <laughs> and then then I'll have the free time. <laughs> Call y'all damn day. I was literally right before we jumped on this. I had went downstairs. I put the leftovers from yesterday in the oven, heated those up. I'm standing in front of the oven like, I'm not even going to have enough time to eat all of this. That was me coming home with the empanadas. I was like, I ain't even going to have enough time to have all the damn empanadas. I got to hurry up and not be late. 
And then you do this and you're like, okay, edit. Like, you know, me and my husband, we're a two-man band. So he does the audio production, then he edits. So we get off of this, he edits. But then, you know, the marketing, the getting it out there, the making sure people listen to it, all of that is still me. And I homeschool. He's a firefighter. Like, we are <laughs> living life. So for me, it comes down to once it's time to make a phone call, that feels like another thing on the list, not the person. I want to check in with the person, but the idea of having the conversation, catching them up, plus just being real, listening to their stuff, right? You know what I mean? It's like, it gets to a point where it's like, my, my cup is too full. I, I, I can't, like, just one second. I need to like offload some stuff. I so feel that. Um, and and I'm lucky that my friends have been like, because like, you know, I'm I'm so sorry you haven't heard from me in like three weeks. Or like, I know you texted me like three weeks ago, but like, girl, I, girl, I watched the video. I watched the video you sent. It was hilarious. It actually was so I watched funny. the video you sent me three I weeks watched, ago. I just was like, when you sent it, I just literally was filming my hour long live show. Um, and so I needed a nap after. Like, like, like you know. Yeah, it's the draining afterwards. It's like, oh, it's just a live show after that. Like, I know after that I'm going to need a break. <laughs> you know, Elle, can I derail you for one second? Please derail me. What is going to save Real Housewives of Atlanta? I am going to say this. <clears throat> and hopefully the strippers are nicer than the chit-chatters. Well, it's not even really the chit-chatters that come at me. But I have literally been saying this since last season. Everybody has to go. And and that's my polite answer. My answer to saving... <laughs> that's the polite <laughs> My answer to saving the Real Housewives of Atlanta is retiring the franchise. And I have a plan for that. I feel as though... The Housewives of Atlanta and just the Housewives in general. It's been oh. great. Let's let's pack everybody up. Everybody? Yeah, everybody has to go. Potomac everybody too? Has, everybody has to go. Everybody has to go. Because, and let me tell you why Potomac has to go. Potomac didn't land themselves on the list until the the fight at the bar, wherever they was with the friends up. It's, it's all, all giving very much, Potomac is giving love and hip hop of Potomac. And I don't take that back. Re return to sender um i but love we're, but we're not gonna see that it's not on camera yeah it's not on camera but like all of the other stuff up to it last last season old girl broke a nail fighting the ghost of christmas past because she wasn't yeah. fighting wendy um <laughs> oh. <laughs> but i think but the, the the reason everybody has to go is because whether it's your mama, auntie, sister, cousin, mother, you talk to them, everybody knows what type of housewife they would be. It's too formulaic at this point. There's no mm. way to come in and like surprise the cast in terms of they don't know what they should be given the camera. So I say it needs to end because we need we need to start over. The, the seasons that we refer to as gold seasons were the seasons where the girls didn't know for New York, Atlanta, when yeah. people didn't think they were getting picked up, when Potomac really still thought they was getting ready to be mocha moms and they was wearing church hats. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> One, now we've got a formula so everybody is Giselle. They're ghost producing. Yeah. So I say let them go in love. Mm. We're gonna pick back up Real Girlfriends of Paris. I think the disconnect with that. I haven't listen, seen that. Okay, I've listen. heard of it, but I haven't seen it. I think the disconnect with Real Girlfriends in Paris is they try to draw in housewife fans, but the age demo was off. Yeah, housewife fans. Yeah, they they late late twenties, but really more so mid thirties and up for your housewives mm. fans, right? And these girls on here were like 21 or 24, 25 wow. type situation. So we're gonna take the girlfriends up, we're gonna scale the ladies up in age a little bit, and we're gonna do the same thing. We're gonna give them their franchises. You can have the real girlfriends of wherever. And we are gonna focus on these women's business lives getting ready to go on the good trips because that's the meat of it anyway. They're mm -hmm. gonna go on the trip. They're going to have a good time. They're going to come back home, jump back into it, figure out how to dip and do maybe. And I think this is where we lost. There's no big cast something. So mm. maybe all of the ladies have businesses or something and they come in and we're putting together a festival, the crappy lake of it all. Like we have to yeah. give them a mission and then send them back home. The season is done. Did they pick that back up? Who? Girlfriends in Paris? Girlfriends in Paris? Not to my knowledge. It was only the one season. 
Hmm. I just have never seen it. Interesting. It was it was very cute. I liked it. Again, my disconnect was the age because like it gets to a point where some of the drama that they're having, they're having simply because of their age. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And then okay. it gets like, I'm gonna go cook this food. Let me. Let me. I'm like, okay. So you don't her. even you don't like the Roni reboot either. You said throw them all away. Even like Roni, even Ro Jenna. I like Jenna. I no first Jenna Lyons. Love her. Okay. Look, down i like a uh, side like i like roni reboot i don't mm -hmm. have an issue with the cast that they pick but again still with that cast there's a form there's yeah. is a little bit less of one now because they're like okay we want something different so they're trying not to go dark they're trying to be light but there's it's still the okay we need the mean archetype we need the whatever like it's very yeah. it's the formula it's it's still a robot and i think that's what it's missing Mm. Crappy Lake is giving to the people who like it because there's no, we don't know what we're doing here. Like <laughs> Crappy Lake. No, you notice I said to the people who like it. I, boring. I, and I like I watched, them, but it's boring. I watched one episode and I was like, what are we, what? I'm like, this could have been Kenya and Portia in a different country. I'll take that. Give us that and let them find I mean, it. I would take it, right? Like, I'm going to watch that. Mm -hmm. I guess where I get lost is why. <laughs> mm. Yeah, why? <laughs> why, why, I, why would Portia why am I? Hmm. Or why am I watching this? Like, I know y'all are building up Crappy League. It's one of the producers. Like, I get what y'all have sold me as the story. Mm. Why? But why like... are we watching Luann and Sonia on a missions trip? <laughs> I, I... Great effort. And they got paid. <laughs> Great effort, and they got paid. Cheers to collecting the check. Cheers, because I, I, I don't, I don't enjoy the lake, the lake of it all. Um, I don't but, enjoy the lake. Good luck. <laughs> good luck swimming in that lake and catching that catfish. Ugh. Um, Courtney, tell the strippers where they can find you, how they can support you, how they can get more of you. Hi, strippers. Uh, you can find me on TikTok at Court Revolution, Twitter at Court Revolution, but Instagram is at Courtney Revolution, and my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash Courtney Revolution. Ping, 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 and with that, strippers, you can consider yourself officially stripped. That's all that I have for you. Thank you, Courtney. For being Thank here you. Stripping down and just having a good kiki with us. I had what's called a ball. <laughs> what we would label as a ball. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> had a good old time. Until next week.